I'm Tucker, and this is Scene Play. On this episode, we're going to continue our game of Danger Patrol by John Harper. And I'll just let you guys get right back into it. See you on the other side. Okay, and we're back. And so you guys were in the square, and sadly, um, Skull Killer 9002 got away while you were um, watching the figure get blasted into the store. And we're going to do interlude scenes. We're, and that's just sort of a recovery after it and what, and what your character is doing in the immediate aftermath of this. Uh, does anybody have a scene that they want to do? They want to see? Um, perhaps Milo, who's sort of uh, clumsily wandering around the square trying to collect the drifting bits of what was his head, uh, is approached <laughs> by uh, <laughs> Sibilantia trying to console him. All right. Sounds good. Let's hear it. Yeah. Milo, you look like you took quite a knockback there, chum. I do not want to hear that. Sib, what the fuck is going on? Well, I, uh... I mean, you do know these things, right? You're, you are the mystic explorer of Rocket City. Come on, like, you have... Well, like, what is this? Red lightning? Black clouds? I haven't seen these signs... In, from hell? ...in many years. Not since I was a young man and enthralled by the cult of the god-emperor of Malachar. Malachar... I feel like I've heard that name before. You might have. He's torn up several colonies on the outer rims, and Red Knight Lightning is always the herald of his arrival. We were lucky to stop him as soon as we could. If, if he had emerged, there would have been tentacles, tentacles everywhere. <laughs> nothing, would have, nothing would have remained save the flailing, suckered tentacles grasping us all and joining our minds as one in all right a right great I void. mean that all sounds very horrible what what do we do well I I honestly don't know with you don't a crystal know. missing with a crystal missing a portal could reopen at any time I suppose we could I suppose we could investigate the wreckage of the storefront and yeah, we need to go kill that guy are you who talking about the, the, guy, the stranger who escaped this is oh, this brash. is brash 96 <laughs> we need to go kill the figure who escaped now Brash, are you talking about the that figure like or a are good you talking idea. about Skull Killer? <laughs> I don't care about Skull Killer. I care about the crystals. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we're on the same page about that. But Milo, do you need any help reforming your head as, if you as could a just, mystic? If you could just step out of the... Okay, thank you. Now I can see. My eyes are back in my skull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how's, your, how's your ship doing, old friend? Is it... It's gotten us out of quite a few uh, hairy situations in the past. It's almost well, like a member of Danger Patrol itself. I hate to say it, but the Z100 is not looking very good. Um, you're really not supposed to turn it into a bridge while you're also using it as a battering ram and sending <laughs> it at full speed. Um, that is not in the user manual. Um, I hate to say it, but it's toast. It's toast. Oh, However, dear. that being said, um, I happen to know of secret plans... Um, for the Z101. And I just might be able to uh, um, get it running. The problem is it's locked away in Rocket City Police Headquarters. But, but maybe, maybe some there would be some way to, uh, I don't know, you, you have mystic arts. Maybe you could teleport it out or get me inside or something. That might be an idea, but that doesn't that sound almost, almost villainy. I mean... If it's for the greater good, I'm I'm sure we could. That's all right. I'll pass it off as haunting. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm okay with that. 
All right. So it sounds like we're going to move into suspense now. And so, and so far it's been that all the characters need to be together in the scene because mm-hmm. um, we're doing action because that's interesting. But now we're going to do su- suspense and this is the third type. And what we're going to do is after the action and interludes, there will be questions floating around stuff like what made the crimson apes attack and who was the mysterious figure and what was stolen during the attack and what's up with those strange runes. These questions are what we're going to be dealing with right now. So we're going to put questions out on papers like we did before, and we're going to have different people uh, working towards it. So one question that I heard you guys uh, putting up a second ago is um, how are we going to get the Z101? I think that's a good question. Okay. So are we all going to be working on these kind of individually? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and you can be talking to each gotcha. other too. And this isn't going. This is still going to be fairly short. Like we're mm-hmm. going to try to keep this shorter. But uh, you want to write that down? Yeah. Some, not one of these. Here you go. I got it. And so, does anybody else have another question yeah. that um, you want? Where did this figure with the crystals go? Okay, sounds good. So where did the mysterious there. figure go? Mm-hmm. How do we destroy these crystals? Now that we have four of them in our possession, mm-hmm. it does seem like a little bit of a liability to be carrying around uh, a bunch of potential portals. Sounds good. Uh, are there any? Is there anything else we're interested in here? Or? Um, I I personally would like to know where Skull Killer went. All right, sounds good. <laughs> and the figure, for that matter. But I think someone already asked that. Yeah. Uh, what more can we learn about the portal? and the, the Eldritch powers behind it. Uh, can you specify that? Is there something specific you want to know about the portal? How do we get rid of it? Well, the portal's, the portal's gone now, but the real question is what lurks behind the portal? That's a good, that's a good question. All right, that, that sounds like enough. What about how tall is this mysterious figure? <laughs> <laughs> you could add that to your question. How tall is he? Yeah, how tall is it? All right, and I'm actually going to put numbers out on these. Uh, can I see that? Yeah. So I'm going to say, where is Skull Killer? And so we're going to roll against these the same way we did before. And so, and we're just going to do little scenes with those yeah, associated with the rolls. So I'm going to say, where is Skull Killer is going to be uh, three, two, three hits in order to deal with that. Um, where did the mysterious creature go with the crystals and how tall is it is going to be uh, six to deal with and figure out. <laughs> so is that like one to figure out where the mysterious figure went and then six to figure out how tall yes, it was? Yeah, exactly. All right. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, I guess it's two questions on the same card. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. No, it's terrible. Um, yeah, I can just put it next to him. How do we destroy these crystals and what lurks behind the portal? Um, what lurks behind the portal is going to be a two. And how do we destroy these crystals is going to be a four. And to be clear, we don't have to, it, it's very possible that you end up getting into a fight before all these are resolved. Okay. And so keep that in mind um, in how you're investigating. And then the last one is how do we get the Z101? And I'm going to put, that is going to be a five. All right, so all these on the table, what do you do? I think the most important thing, first things first, is to figure out where the mysterious figure got off to. 
I agree with that. I think it might be worthwhile to just go kill Skull Christian. Uh, to get Skull Killer. Honestly, he's pretty low on my list of priorities right now. He's well, maybe, pretty beaten up. Maybe we could split our interests and have a couple of us go look for the mysterious creature while someone else goes after Skull Killer. Yeah, I could hunt down Skull Killer. Yeah, you do seem to have a little <laughs> bit of a personal grudge against him. There is a vendetta there. All right, so we'll start with uh, our Atomic Daredevil, Brash96, going to try and find Skull Killer. First, he took his height. Then he took his life. <laughs> and so what do you do? So I saw Skull Killer I saw Skull Killer going off to the left from the battlefield. Mm-hmm. So I went left. <laughs> I chased after him. And I asked everybody I saw, have you seen Skull Killer recently? He's, he's a about, guy he's about five foot four. <laughs> or rather he's precisely five foot four. And that's really the only relevant detail I can think of about him. And I, I like looked for a long time, and I've at this point I think I know where he is, and I want to roll up on him. Uh, so we need to see. So we are rolling to see if you can try to find him. Like that's oh, that, that's I one of these questions. I can't find him. Oh yes, yeah. I've asked everybody in the city where Skull Killer lives, and they said he lives in his house right on the outskirts of town. It's like a tiny house; no one else lives there, and he's there. Okay, so I'm gonna have you roll a detective to see how I do. So. What do, you, what do you have for a die number on that? Six. A six? All right. Um, are you using any equipment for this? Mm, we're going to throw in... No. All right. And do you want to take any danger on this? Because that's always an option. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be... When I get there, Skull Killer is pretty well armed. He's still 5'4", but he's like pretty well armed. So we're not going into another fight right now? We're just, we're we're just doing an investigative scenes around it. It's like what kind of danger would you encounter on the yeah. On the road so what, to well, so so like oh, trying to figure so in trying to figure out where he I'm is. Skull yeah, um, there are plenty of people. It seems that Skull Killer has developed like a sort of empire type thing where he lives. And as I'm walking towards his house, there's a lot of defense people there. Okay, so there are all these people who are like trying to dissuade yeah. you, and then like may, maybe yeah, like he's come got mercenaries, with batons and stuff. All right, that sounds like yeah, that sounds like too danger yeah. at least. All right, so go ahead and roll it. Two hits and one threat. So I'm going to wear Skull Killer. So here's Skull Killer, and so Skull Killer now knows you're coming. So you weren't quite quiet enough in your investigations. So when he comes at you, he's going to know things about you and he's going to be scary. However, you got to his house and. He wasn't in his house. He was. He wasn't there. Um, it's a very sparse house. Uh, he's a robot. There's a charging station on the <laughs> wall. Uh, there's a kitchen. You don't know why there's a kitchen in there. Uh, he doesn't eat food, uh, and and you see um, on his on it. Not he doesn't have a data pad because he's, he's a robot, but there is a communique, um, a piece of mail that was slipped under his door. Should that, I have rolled an extra dice? Uh, no, because you got to that danger after. Because you picked up two danger after. Right. Oh, you probably should have rolled two yeah, dice. No. Yeah, you're right. It, don't, uh, don't worry about it. We'll, f- okay. we'll figure it out. And so you find out that he's go- that he was called to a secret meeting in a specific part of the city. And um, that specific part is, the, uh, is an industrial district where there's a lot of warehouses and such. 
Um, but there's also a very large history of cults springing up there. Um, <laughs> nobody really knows why that is. So Pat got uh, two hits there. Does that mean he's that much closer to? Yep, exactly. Gotcha. So there's so that's checked off and that's checked off. Well, I'll be honest. It doesn't surprise me that cults would pop up in an industrial area. And you see the same organizing tactics that unions use. <laughs> <laughs> cults employ as well. <laughs> All right, cool. So. Uh, you guys, uh, what questions are each of you looking at right I now? I mean, I think we we, we we would like to get the Z101, but unfortunately we have more pressing concerns, namely, where the hell is this guy who has the crystal? So yeah. I think we should try I think I think we should prioritize finding this guy, and then we may need the Z101 to track him down. I agree. But, All right, sounds good. So uh, I'm going to investigate the rubble of the store to see if there are any clues. Um sort of use use like a, a mystical tracking technique and i will take a moment to sort of slip out of my uh manifested visible form and communicate with all the unfortunate pedestrians who have passed on to the spectral plane um died in the rubble but uh, i have a feeling perhaps someone might have seen um before they perished where this mysterious figure has gone all right sounds good so we'll start with ty uh, Ty, that sounds that sounds very much like a detective looking okay. through the rubble. Um, unless you, you said something about mystic, yeah, you I was were thinking, doing. What I was, was your mystic of, technique? I was thinking of trying to trace his uh, mystic, like his mystic footprint. Okay, I think like so, animal tracking, but on a on a on, more spiritual level. All right, yeah, sure. So you have a so you can use um, explorer for that. Okay, and do you want to use any equipment? Um, let's see what I got. <clears throat> No, but uh, I will. I will note that since he, I'm using this sort of like spiritual thing that that puts my spirit that activates my arcane defender trait, okay. and because I I would classify a ruined shopping mall as ruins. Yeah, that counts for Fair. the survivor <laughs> okay. as well. Sounds good. But because they're arranged in a really specific way, it must be something to do with the arcane energy. Yeah, yeah, of the no, storm. it really does. <laughs> But also because they were so heavily damaged by this this hound on hound fighting, yeah, um, and all the lightning and various rocket cars crashing into them, they're really unstable. Okay. So I'm at constant risk of having a a large chunk of building fall on my head. All right. Sounds that is that danger you're taking? Yeah, it's danger I'm taking. All right. I'm thinking I'm thinking three danger for that. Oh, it's very dangerous. Very, it's very unstable. I mean, this whole this poor storefront just got ripped to shreds. It, it really did by a variety of existential <laughs> threats <laughs> all right sounds good you want to roll it yeah i'll roll it uh, all right that's three hits mm -hmm. and one threat uh, plus two from what? the plus two from the explorer and survivor oh so you get to so you get to five uh so uh, i mean that is six so you follow him and where do you follow him to where do i follow him uh-huh hmm i trace him uh to the city archives it seems like he might have some political connections uh some government clout this may go deeper or higher i guess than we initially thought Oh, so, oh, he's gov he has government issues. Okay, sounds good. I'm gonna uh, write. <laughs> Sorry, you changed my mind. You changed my mind on a thing. I'm gonna make this surveillance. And so that's another threat. 
And that's the threat. And so that's something that I can roll against you now during gotcha. these as well. So we've attracted the, uh, the attention of... The attention of the Rocket City government. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Um, well, it looks like we only need a little bit more knowledge to find this guy. And hopefully we can get exactly that from these dead people. Um, so I'm just going to roll my detective for that. Um, of course not only did the pedestrians die, but several hounds died as well. Mm. So this won't be the easiest task. Um, I can't die when I'm already dead in the dead person ghost plane, but I can get um, kind of hampered and slowed from reentering the world. So there's certainly some danger involved in this task as well. All right. Sounds good. Clear this you going to use anything? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm going to save everything. Sounds good. Now. I just need to hope for one hit, which I do in fact get. Yeah, you get the one hit. Uh, you're also going to take a reduced hit on yourself, so mm-hmm. just mark the lowest thing. And that happens when you have a quick encounter with a hound, where you, you, you throw it off. You, you definitely um, protect yourself from it effectively, but you, you take a bite, mm-hmm. which is not the greatest thing. Didn't feel good. And you fi- And so talking to the ghosts, you find out that he is at this warehouse district, that seems to have a history of having a lot of cults in, in it. And maybe it's situated right next to the industrial park. Indeed. Yeah. Oh. So you now know exactly what building he's in. You were told by a ghost who followed him. And there's a, so there's this one ghost uh, named Larry. And <laughs> I went and I, t- and I chased after him and I was hitting him over and over again. But my hand just kept going through him. There wasn't anything I could do to him. But I, I, I almost caught him. I was going to hurt him. I was going to hurt him. And then he got away. But he went here. I found him. Thanks, Larry. All right, and so now you know the answer to that question. Okay, great. And so now we get to try and answer more questions. If you like. or you, So you can do whatever you want. So you can keep trying to answer questions, which obviously there can be consequences gotcha. to that. Or you could just go and see Well, I think, I, mean, I think we should figure out where a skull killer is too. <laughs> uh, Pat's... Pat's Pat, do you want to continue your investigation of Skull Killer? Brash is trying to figure out, yeah, where Skull Killer's roundabouts. Yes. Um, so, Brash, I'm very good with people, and so I integrated, <laughs> er, er, um, infiltrated a cult that was to the Skull Killer. And one of the members <laughs> of the cult told me <laughs> that he was actually very, very good friends with him in childhood. Mm-hmm. And so I started wandering, like, he told me that he knew. Where Skull Killer had an abandoned, like he grew up, you know, his house that was very off the grid, and that Skull Killer might be there. And I started wandering off there towards Skull Killer's home. And as I started going there, like, I started to get chased by some bounty hunter. And I didn't really want to deal with the bounty hunter, and so I sped off towards, like, I had to get to Skull Killer fast. Okay. <laughs> and I'm so charging towards Skull Killer. You're, so you're charging, so, so you're just out. So I'm trying to figure out how, how are you trying to answer this question? This is the infiltrator just running around there. the industrial park. Okay. Oh, so you're Very just fast. running and checking as many buildings yeah, as possible. Yeah, I know which building I'm going to. I'm just so you don't. So you don't is the problem. You're not supposed to. I don't know the skull killer's there. Oh, so you're yeah. going to where he, he yeah, last was, this is like, and you're also being chased by people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Pat's attracted so much. I'm just going there. I just heard that he's there, and then I just went there. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Didn't get any double checking or anything. <laughs> no, no, get a double checking. Right, let's go. Could be running into a trap. Could be running in guns blazing. <laughs> okay. 
So this will be fun. Uh, so, so roll. You, yeah, roll to see if you're if, if you're caught. So what, um, wait, what kind of action is that? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty daring. That's a daredevil. That's one hundred percent a daredevil. Just I run know. straight into a building, based on rumor alone. Yeah. This is the twelve, right? Yeah. yeah. I have three of them. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. So it. yeah, you guys have the twelves. So here's another twelve. Oh wow. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to use? Are you using your speed for this, or what's up? You probably don't really need to use anything for that, right? Yeah. All right. So you take. Wanna, I, I probably have to put some danger. I probably have to put some danger on this down. Yeah. The passage is boosting his danger <laughs> way high up. Like, <laughs> oh, you should also move it on your. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. So that's. Four hits. Four hits. So you definitely. So Skull Killer is there. <laughs> um, That's crazy. Just ran blindly into a building. And just <laughs> well, not blindly. He didn't know the building he was yeah, going I, to. I, knew, I, I heard he was going to be there. <laughs> and uh, so, but here's, here's the other problem with that building. Skull Killer is there. There's a lot of other people there too. And there's also this large portal that's slowly getting bigger. Oh shit! And oh, no. <laughs> these cultists, and uh, a lot of snakes that look like they're on the ground, and basically this like cadre of monsters turns and looks at you, and what do you do? Um, I think I want to. <laughs> I just want to assume that they're shoot, shooting at me in acrobatic dodge. So we've so we've found Skull Killer yeah, now, we've right? We've found, found Skull Killer. You've also found the mysterious figure, oh, so and you've also, also found the cult yeah. and the portal that so is Pat's slowly opening up. So Pat's just kind of stumbled up. into I the just, thick like, of it. Yeah, I think I want to just like on my first in- spin through, like I want to just roll in there and shoot at him and fuse him with my gun. You know. <laughs> okay, so you're shooting them. Yeah, shoot. All right. So he's literally running in guns blazing. <laughs> so that's your commando. Okay. And so start with three D eight. That's a ten. That's that's a D eight. This, this one, is an eight. Kind of the, Here I got one too. Yep, mm-hmm. I got one as well. Wait. Is that how many you have in there? Three. Three. Oh, but then I'm also. Oh, I add yep. two hits to this. All right. Why are you adding two hits? Because I'm fusion overloading. Oh, cool. All right. So you shoot at them. So it's four, right? It's four. Yeah. yeah. So wait. So I'm. Well, I guess you can answer this. Like, are we getting back into action now? So th- that depends on ba- on Brash. <laughs> so Brash, you, you shoot into the crowd and a couple of them die. And then and then this huge creature um, comes out and sort of like pushes its way at, at your mind and functionally tells, tells you to run in a psychic way. And you're going to have to roll in order to not do this. And run away from the scene. Or you can just, or you can just run away um, without rolling. Is there a consequence if he like tries to resist this telepathy and then fails? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like that's something that. <laughs> and what, uh, what, what do you have to roll? I yeah. feel like maybe you should. I'm just going run. to use my. I'm, I'm going to spe- run away back to my boys. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. So you run back with all the information that I have. Yeah, you you have lots of information now, um, and so you you run back to, to your boys, and you, you, you know let's have this let's have this conversation um, where you tell them everything you just saw. 
Okay, so so like camera pans to like crash, like sprinting, sprinting. towards yeah. like guys, 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 guys. It's a cut panel close up on shocked reactions yeah. from Milo and Sybil. Guys, you're never gonna believe what I've been doing. I was looking and looking and looking for Skull Killer, and then my friend told me that he might be in this house. Uh, sorry, which friend? I met him in a cult. It doesn't matter. You joined a cult? Stop. The important thing is. The important thing is he told me Skullcat was going to be there. And I and was he? I immediately left and I sprinted <laughs> there. And everyone started chasing me. You could have told us. We would have joined you. Oh, my I God. I didn't have time. I <laughs> sprinted there. And Skullkiller was there. And all of these enemies were also there. And I shot at them. And then I left <laughs> and I came back here to talk to you guys because I knew I was in over my head. Well, Brash. Found him. Oh, and we're glad the you guy did. with the... Uh, with the crystals was there. There was a large portal there. And you didn't get them? I did not have time. I, I mean, just, I guess yeah, dude, there were so many people there. Yeah. I mean, it seems to me like we're going to need an army or the next best thing. Or the next best I think we should army. go get the we Z. We should get an army. <laughs> I don't know if we can get an army, but we can certainly go try and get the Z-101. Brash, can, oh, you, tell yeah, us, yeah, can yeah. you tell us what kind of threats you saw there? There were... For, well, for one, there was the guy with the portal gun, and okay. there were a, a bunch of monsters. Like, a bunch a of monsters. Bunch of monsters. Like, what, like what kind of monsters are we talking here? They looked like... I hope there weren't any like, ghosts. Some of them looked like the <laughs> beast from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> way, way scarier. Bad visual description, but that's what they look like. <laughs> well, I think we should try and get ourselves prepared to go deal with that. I vote we try and go get the Z-101. Yeah, we need the yeah, Z-101. We definitely need, we definitely need we something need to... All right, well, I know for a fact that it is stored in the Rocket City Police Headquarters deep cold storage vault. Um, it's not quite finished, but I'm pretty confident that if I could get in there, I could get it running. Well, we're going to have a tough time getting it out. I mean, we saw we saw this cultist guy take a path right through City Hall, and he's he's well connected. I'm I'm not sure that the police are going to be very friendly to us poking oh, around. Got a good point. Uh. But on the plus side, I feel like this is a is a sanction for us to steal, basically from a cult, right? Oh, you know, you're kind of right. The government wonder, is a cult. The government's a cult. You know, <laughs> I don't feel bad about stealing anymore. Let I think contact, we should definitely go for this. Let me contact the detective that investigated my death. He's my in with the police force, and he might be able to let us know who's good and who's bad, and who might be able to get us in undetected. Are you sure you can idea. trust him? One hundred percent sure. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Um, in terms of mechanics, so you alert, you alerted the uh, lion's den to your presence so those are two threat dice that might that come into play when you're somehow contacting them on in this investigation and this is a countdown die again and for every action you take it's going to go down by one and when it gets to zero something happens okay um so milo's just had this conversation with the detective and um Basically, what what has come to light is that there's this um, the guy who runs the security cameras, um, dude named Frank. Um, he's not a very bright guy. In fact, one might almost say he's inanimate. Um, and there's there's a chance <laughs> that Milo could possess him. It's hard. It's very difficult to possess living beings. But if Milo can get in there and possess Frank, then the rest of the team could slip. Uh, undetected by the security cameras and the surveillance um, down into where the Z100 is stored. Right. Or the Z101, rather. That sounds like an agent role to me. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that is unfortunately going to be an agent <laughs> rule. Um, luckily, um, I'm going to um, I'm actually going to take this opportunity to call on a couple of my ghost buddies who I hang yeah, out with from time to time. We go ghost bowling. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so it's going to be my from beyond thing. Um, and they're going to kind of help channel their spiritual aura. Right. Sounds good. So I can possess Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Frank. Um, and of course, there's a grave danger to ghosts trying to possess humans, especially mm. ghosts that are still not quite dead. Yeah. Um, you could get stuck in there. I could get stuck in Frank, which would be terrible for everyone. So that's going <laughs> to give me some danger dice as well. All right. Sounds good. Do I want to do anything else? No, that's all right. Oh, shit. That was a huge success. <laughs> so <laughs> how do you get the Z101 by possessing Frank? So with the help of Tommy, Mikey, Jerry, uh, and Bobby, my ghost friends who I go bowling with, um, I'm able to possess Frank. Um, and not only... Uh, do I possess him? But in fact, some of the very little he knowledge he does have, his knowledge of security systems, uh, I manage to absorb. And so I go through and I can just, I shut everything down. Rocket City Police Headquarters goes dark. And Brash96 whisks Sibilancia into his arms, turns on his fastest speed, and sprints through the corridors down to where the Z101 is kept, punches through the metal door there, um, and they both get into the cockpit. At this point, um, it's time for me to get out of Frank. So I um, detach from him. His eyes roll back. I'm not sure if he's okay. Hopefully he is. They can always replace him. And I sort of drift through the walls um, now that I've deactivated their anti-poltergeist <laughs> measures. And I drift through the walls down into the zero one, fire it up, um, and barely uh, navigate it through the corridors out uh, and fly up into the sky with the whole crew. Now, based on Brash's description of the, uh, of the portal and the, the force being them inside, and my intimate connection with the, the former, my former membership with the cult of Malakar, I know that we have very little time left. Mm -hmm. And desperate times call for desperate measures. So as fast as the Z101 is, it's not going to get us where we need to go in, in time. And I'm going to attempt to use my ritual magic to rend space-time apart... <laughs> And open up, <laughs> open up uh, a pathway into the shadow realm between worlds, and it would cover. We would cover the distance that we would need to without a second passing, in the real world. Although the shadow world is rife with unspeakable horrors and uh, gibbering fiend fiends and all sorts of nasty stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to use my ritual magic to open this this tear. All right, sounds good. I don't know what that's, kind of action that would be. That's an explorer. Okay. Because that's your magic stuff is generally related to that. So it's a D12. It's, where is my D12? Oh, it's oh, yeah. Mine's here. over there, I think. All right. So I have a question. So I feel like not only is it a horrible place in the spirit realm, but I feel like it's kind of difficult to navigate. Is there ever, like, do you ever, like, do multi-person actions? I feel like I should yeah, you add can, my you can fly help, boy skill You can to help this. an action. Yeah. You're allowed to, like, postpone your next action by adding a help to an action oh you can mm -hmm. oh. yeah um, um what are the rules the rules are hidden under there but there's a specific thing turns and dies helping you take an action to set up or use your next turn to jump in and help yeah 
So I can totally do that. So um, I'm going to use my flyboy skill, which is a D12, to help out um, Sib while we are flying through this. And I'm going to use my... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to use both the secrets that man was not meant to know and the uh, the maps, charts, and plans. They're actually interdimensional maps. Okay. To help guide nice. our way through... Uh, this shadow realm so that's a extra d10 and a d8 what does it look like in the shadow realm while we're flying in the z101 and also what's the z101 look like um come back to me okay <laughs> well i can tell you a lot about the shadow realm but <laughs> the reader's digest version is it's all washed out everything that should have color sort of seems to have a silhouette but the silhouette is an empty space it's kind of this uh shifting blackish void i wouldn't i wouldn't say that a void had texture but if it did it would look kind of like uh you ever seen jello when it gets old <laughs> and it gets kind of this like weird gross stippling stuff on top of it yeah that's what it looks Ew, like i don't know if i have no idea what you're talking about but i can picture it <laughs> it's not a pleasant place it's not nice no no you wouldn't want to spend much longer than you would need to there you would feel your sanity oozing out of your nostrils absolutely um what is uh, what do we have how does milo's uh, craft look like now oh the z101 um so you you would imagine uh, we are of course in this 1950s era future um <laughs> so picture everything i described picture it chrome uh, <laughs> z101 if you had a boomerang like a very very large boomerang and imagine it f um sort of flying with the bend forward um and it has kind of these um, these fins that um, articulate uh, and every sort of, you know, couple inches on them uh, attached to the back. And it almost looks like a manta ray as it's flying through the air. Nice. Nice. Not the first time manta ray has been featured on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking, actually. <laughs> and so let's have that roll then. Okay. Um, so do we add... Milo's role, and I'm. Do we add any danger to this? Oh yeah. Oh, do you want to? I mean, I, I feel I assume, like you add some. I think, so. I I think mean, there's just by nature. There's some being. hounds hanging around that are kind of like poking right. at you a little bit. Um, I guess that bumps me up too. Uh, and I mean, this is this is driving through a uh, an extra dimensional world. So this yeah. is this is part of the arcane defender role. Right. We'll see how we do. Do we get through? All right. Um, it's all but one. That's a lot of. <laughs> that's a lot of nice hits. Maybe yeah. we end up right in the thick of the. Yeah. So where do you? You know what? I'm going to. I'm going to draw out the map quick, and you're going to tell me where you want to appear here. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and take a break while I'm doing this. All right. So let's. So we have a quick scene of the boomerang shape uh, Z101 flying through space and let's just get like a quick little scene of you guys in the craft talking about what's going what's going to happen next when you come out of this uh, interdimensional drift uh man like i can't believe you brought us in here sib this is crazy there's like I, what is this thing floating by us this like ball of energy i i'm having so much trouble avoiding these things as i'm flying this craft <laughs> and i'm having to talk to you guys this is crazy <laughs> well the balls of lightning are pretty easy to explain is whenever there's a combustion in the real world it 
manifested some sort of eldritch energy here. So that's just an explosion. There are a lot of those around Rocket City. <laughs> I mean, it feels like I'm. It feels like I'm flying through Jello almost. Yeah, that would do it. I once had to spend three months here as a, as an initiation for my cult, and let me tell you, it does not do good things with with the mind. Speaking of cults, Brash, tell us more about that friend you made. Oh my god, he was crazy. (laughs) Literally all the time he was just talking about how much he loves Cold Killer. (laughs) And he used to eat pickle juice. He sorry, he ate what? Pickle juice. Like just straight pickle juice. Was that is that just like a him thing or is that a cult thing? (laughs) It's just a him thing. Like everybody else does their own thing and he just like would always be drinking pickle juice. And he it was know, good for he was cramps. Very large. Like he was he was pretty pretty tall, I'd say, overall. Almost as tall as Skull Killer once was. <laughs> Did you see any of those cultists when you ran through that building coming up? Um No. The, the, cult, the cultists weren't very involved. Oh, so it's just all of those like monster type things. I'm yeah. thinking we might wanna if someone could uh, take the wheels for a sec, take the reins, I'll set it on uh, mostly autopilot. You just need to avoid the balls of lightning. I'll go prime the uh, the the turrets on the bottom of the Z101. This thing is exceptional. I can't. I can see why they didn't let it go into production. I'm, I'm way too pumped up to drive. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, all right, the wheels so, are yours. <laughs> so as uh, our ghost flyboy Milo disappears into the belly of the Z101. And we have Brash96 at the wheel. You get to your destination. And you appear and (laughs) just are now floating in the middle of this huge warehouse. This is like three or four football fields in each direction. It's incredibly large, incredibly tall ceiling. And there are so many monsters here, guys. The floor is covered in these venomous snakes that are uh, called... Uh, where are they? <laughs> no. Oh, I had such good flow, and then I decided to look. Oh. They're called interdimensional death adders are covering the floor. And across, and then there are hounds sort of patrolling about about the area. God, I've had enough hounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the back, there's this huge portal that is covered in this blue light. And so as this blue light surrounding the, the, those five points in the portal is growing, as the portal is growing, this blue light is expanding further around it. And that blue light is supplied by these two turrets that are on either side at the end. And in terms of other monsters, there's Skull Killer is hanging out there. Um, bats are flying all over the place. They're splatting, splattering all over the windshield. Oh, man. And we just got it. We can keep it clean <laughs> for five minutes. <laughs> And my premiums are going to go so up. <laughs> it actually gets cleaned pretty quickly as a dragon flies at you and breathes fire all over the front and clears off the windshield pretty nicely. And we'll see what happens with that dragon next week. guys thanks for listening that was danger patrol by john harper you can find him and all his work at 17design.com if you like the show go ahead and leave a rating and review on itunes you can find us on facebook and twitter and you can email me at sceneplaypod at gmail.com 
And today, I do not have a poem for you. However, Henry does. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveler. Long I stood, and looked down as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other, as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear. Though as for that, the passing there had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference.'